What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another weekly slice of ham. It's your boy, Hammy, here. That's right, it's Hammy Delaware now, baby. Hammy Deli Welly. We're back on the better side of the state. Well, we're actually in a different state now. Western PA, sorry, I already talked about it. Had to leave you. Not gonna miss you. Delaware's looking great. I'm having a great time. Back with my girl, back with the cats. I can't wait to have a great summer. So, Let's get into it, everyone. Boopity poppity boopity Weekly slice of ham. Here we go. Whippity pop boo. The cats are freaking out. Here we go. All right, everyone. We've got an exciting episode. We've got guest number two here. You've heard me refer to this person before. Uh, it is my fiance, Reagan Chalk. Reagan, welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Uh, first part, you might not hear her talk a little bit because I'm going to run through the sports section of the podcast. Uh, the Sixers have made a comeback, baby. Joel Embiid, the Phantom of the Mask, he is back, and we are going to beat that ass. All right, Sixers and six. They're looking great. I'm going to be honest, I didn't pay attention as much to the last two games, but That's I knew we were fault. winning. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't your fault. The first game, I don't remember what I was doing. Nate, that might have been when Nate was here, actually. I wasn't paying attention as much, but it's whatever. Um,. The NHL playoffs have started, they're in full swing, and it's looking like every series is going to go seven games. It has been fun, it has been exciting. Uh, I don't know if I talked about it on here, but last week, I think, the Penguins-Rangers game, that went into triple overtime. Now, I tweeted this before. There is always one or two of those first games that go into triple overtime, and you're already sucked into it. It's too late. You're going to watch it, and luckily it was one of the earlier games, so it wasn't so bad, but I remember last year. I think it was, it was Jets, Oilers. I believe they went into triple overtime, and that game started at ten o'clock at night. So I was up until like three in the morning waiting for that to end. And they're just great. The NHL playoffs. I say it over and over again. They're just so much better. You see so many more like lower seeds showing up, and you know, ending up beating the higher seeds. You're going to hear the cats running around. Poppy and Storm are back together, and it's time for Zoomies right now. Um, but yeah, that's all I really have to say about the NHL playoffs. They're so much fun. Oh my gosh, I almost forgot. The Kentucky Derby. Rich Striker, or something like that. That was his name. 80 to 1 odds. Now, for those of you that don't know, if you were to bet $100, I think you win like 80 grand or 8,000. Something like that. But he was literally. This horse didn't even know it was going to be in the race until Friday. And if you see the videos, this horse... Now, I've also talked about this video before, I believe. And Kyle Sockwell posted it immediately after. This horse made a comeback like... What the fuck is that guy's name? In the relay? Jason Lezak? Yeah, he made a comeback like Jason Lezak in the 4x100 free relay in 2008 against the those stupid Frenchies. That's right, we kicked her ass. Um... But it was unbelievable. The way that that horse came from out of nowhere, they didn't have any chance. There's a possibility it might be on steroids. It was freaking out after the race, but we'll see. It was an amazing moment, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I was going to say, did you see he bit someone? Yeah, and then he was biting the, the horse next to him. Like They, they corralled the horses afterwards. and I don't know if the corral is the right word. Whatever, they get the horses and they try to lead them to the next wherever they got to go after and the horse was freaking out and 
Yeah, it was biting the horse, and it might have bit the guy. Did you see the video of the guy punching the horse? No. And people were freaking out over that. But from my time at the farm, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure that's what you're supposed to do, actually. If a horse bites you or something, you're just supposed to give it a good bop in the nose. Not a hard punch. Yeah, just a good little bop, just so it knows, like, hey, you can't be doing this. There, there's, there's 30 animals, but... Now I sound like I'm standing up for the guy for just punching horses. Don't go around punching horses, people. If no, you went... but I, I mean, I did see some, like, people um, on Facebook that I'm friends with that ride horses, and they said that the guy did, like, exactly what he should have done, um, and it, like, it was the right thing to do because that's kind of what you're supposed to do if a horse isn't listening to other types of prompts and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, you know what? That horse might have just been pretty jacked up. He was like, I just won the fucking Kentucky Derby. <laughs> no one thought I had a chance. No one, I think one or two people bet on it is what they said at the like at the actual Derby. And they, that those people are very lucky. You just made yourself a lot of money. Well, like uh, I was telling you, I saw that TikTok and they were like pulling random horse names out of a hat. And that's the person or the horse that you were supposed to bet on. And this guy pulled out uh, Rich Strike or whatever his name is. And, I think it was Rich Strike. And, um... The guy was like, this horse is not going to win. So I'm really hoping he follows through and bet on that horse. Otherwise, he's going to be real sad. Yeah. It was, you know, it's it's kind of cool. Like, the Kentucky Derby, the whole thing of it. And it was like, you know, before I just picked, like, one horse, I'm like, I'm just going to cheer for this horse. It was named White Abario. It was um, just, like, I mean, almost white, but, like, gray. Like, a real nice gray. It was a really pretty horse. And I'm like, I'm voting. I'm, I'm going for this horse. And he didn't have a damn shot. Um, it was pretty interesting, too. I think one of the storylines behind it was the guy, the jockey that was riding the number three horse that was in the lead. And no horse ever won from that position either. And I don't think that jockey, that jockey has won everywhere else except for the Derby. Now, I don't think this will continue into the Preakness and the Belmont, I think it is, for the Triple Crown. But if that happens, that's, that's your next secretariat. Right there. Do you know who Secretary is? Like, kind of. <laughs> I feel like I thought like, you I said you I've knew the movie. Like, I think I've seen the movie. Yeah. Yeah, they made a movie about it. Or... But, like, a long time ago. Like, I don't... I don't remember. Or your next Racing Stripes. <clears throat> Ooh, that's a, that's a good tease for later. Oh. I, I think people know that movie, though. Um... But, yeah. So, that was a pretty... It was a pretty crazy sports weekend all in all together. I don't have much of a hard-hitting analysis this weekend um not that i ever really do to be honest but it was just a lot there was a great there was great ufc fights there was a canelo versus bivol fight which <clears throat> i didn't watch it but seemed pretty crazy so i think this year is always right around this time of year it's always a really great sports weekend with the kentucky derby there's always playoff hockey playoff basketball and then there's usually some big fight going on so it was a pretty good time all right, everybody. So I would like to thank today's presenting sponsor, um, Salty Seafood Market in Harrington, Delaware. That's right. We just recently got some crabs from there the other day, and it was delicious. And honestly, this isn't even really an ad read for them. This is just an ad read for Maryland Blue Crab. Thank you, Maryland Blue Crab, for sponsoring this episode. Now, for those of you who have never had Maryland Blue Crab, truly seasoned, right, and steamed, you don't know what you're missing, all right? Some people are like, oh, I don't want to work for my food. Well, guess what? We did it for generations, people, and I'm doing it now. I just did it for dinner. I had some of them left over from yesterday, and it was great. 
Maryland blue crab. You need to get down to Maryland and you need to get some blue crab because it is delicious. It's sweet. It's just fun. You just you can spend all day picking at it. Get yourself a good beer, a nice summer beer, you know, maybe a summer shandy, uh, a Corona, a Land Shark is per my preference with it. But, you know, thank you again to Maryland Blue Crab. You were delicious, and we love you. All right, thank you again to our presenting sponsor, Maryland Blue Crab. So, um, we're going to start to involve Reagan a little bit more here. As I said, I wanted to try to breeze through the sports topics, so we could get into some of the stuff that I wanted to talk about. Now, this is another thing that's kind of, um, well, if you're on TikTok, it's probably every other TikTok you've seen. I don't know if you have seen them, but the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial? Yeah. Is it every other TikTok for you? Pretty much. It's kind of getting annoying. TikTok's been annoying for me anyway. I hate it. I delete it and re-download it to reset my algorithm many times. I, I don't just delete the app. I delete the account and the app, and then I make a new account every time. But it never works. I always end up with shit. Um, what's the? F what would you say is the funniest thing you've watched from it? I don't know. Just it's honestly painful. I don't know if it's funny. I just feel like it's painful. But like watching Amber Heard fake cry on the stage, and you think somebody who actually did a really good job at Aquaman would be able to fake cry a little bit better. It, I mean, it's awful. It was awful to sit there and watch, and it really honestly pained me. Did you see the video of she kept, like, dabbing her nose yeah. or whatever? And people were speculating about, like, cocaine, which that would be insane to have in a courtroom. But they that she had something to, like, try and help her fake cry or whatever. Um, I just think it's well, funny. Well, did you see that she basically admitted to everything going on? Like, she, it was like... She was basically being sued for defamation of Johnny Depp. Yeah. Which is the whole premise of this. And then in, like, a like a final statement, she was asked why she's here. And she admitted to basically, like, writing that piece or whatever and defamating Johnny Depp's character. Like, she admitted to it and said it was her and she said she did it. Now... We're all going to look really bad if somehow this comes out and she was telling the truth, but I don't think she would. I think this is all ridiculous. Johnny Depp... Now, I won't also vehemently defend Johnny Depp because no. I think there is also some things he was not the best person, but he's pretty cool. I told my sister, I said, I just think they were toxic for each other. Like, I think that they both were toxic to one another and probably did things they shouldn't have um, mutually. Like, I think it was a back and forth thing. I don't think it was very. I don't think it was necessarily one-sided, um, but I feel like the trial wasn't necessarily for like, did this happen or not? Um, the abuse-wise, it was more so for her writing a piece and defamating his character and saying it wasn't about him. And that's really where the suing came from. He did that because she wrote a piece about him. Yeah, I always, I, I do always kind of remember that, like. It's not it's not about what they did or didn't do. It's literally the defamation case. Yeah. Of Johnny saying you wrote this article to defame me and lose it. He lost a bunch of roles and stuff like mm -hmm. that because of it. And it's I feel like that really got away from everyone. Everyone's just like Amber Heard is ridiculous. And half the stuff like the, the lawyers might be the funniest. Yeah. thing. If you want to go funny, her lawyers are godforsakenly awful. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's 
They, hearsay. I just saw one today. Hearsay. Objection. <laughs> yeah. Hearsay. Well, I just saw one today <laughs> where um, the judge was saying how many minutes left each party had or whatever. I didn't know that was a thing, but I guess that was the premise of it. And the lawyer, the little girl, the one, the lady that's been kind of leading Amber Heard's trial, was like, your calculations are incorrect to the judge. And then, like, the judge just put her in her place and, like, redid the math. And she was like, are my calculations correct now? Like, just, like, shaming them, essentially. I didn't see that. That's funny. But uh, I liked the guy that was asking Johnny all the questions. And he just kept saying hearsay. That Johnny would say, like, finally, like, Johnny started to speak one time and then stopped and looked at him. And he was like, is that hearsay? Oh, my gosh. I learned this on uh, my other podcast, Hoagies and Progies. Go watch us on YouTube. Our last episode got a little fucked up. Uh, Johnny Depp is from Kentucky. Yeah, I heard your video. That's wild. Where did this accent come from? I have no clue. I I think I'm going to need to do a deeper dive for this for the next episode because that is insane. Um, so, Reagan, name, name your uh, favorite Amber Heard role. I honestly think the only thing I've seen her in is Aquaman. I'm sure I've seen her in other things, but, like, that's the only one I can recall. You and everyone else in the world. Now name now name your favorite Johnny Depp roles. Uh, I'll go first. I know yours. Uh, Jack Sparrow one, Jack Sparrow two, Jack Sparrow three, Jack Sparrow four, and uh, hmm, this is a tough one. Uh, Jack Sparrow five. Ugh. He's just very versatile. Like he has so many different roles that he plays, and like and. and and the makeup that he gets done. And I know that's the other people, but, like, sometimes you can't even tell it's him. Like, it's just, it seems like a completely different actor each time he plays a part. He does such a good job, I think. But. Yeah, he, oh, I forgot. He was in the Alice in Wonderland movies, yeah, too, I believe. Mad he's a Mad Hatter. He's just perfect for those... Crazy? Like, goofy. Psychopath yeah, roles, yeah. basically. Which is... Maybe that doesn't help his case, but uh, he like if you if you were to associate a lot of people associate certain actors with certain uh, like directors. Like if I think if I'm thinking Johnny Depp, I think Tim Burton. Yeah. If I think uh, Megan Fox, I think um, uh, Michael Bay. Just because of Transformers. Transformers. I think Michael Bay did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, too. Storm, would you like to have a say? You might be able to hear him sniffing. You might hear him chirp. All right, now. Hey. Um, this was this was a topic that I had for a future uh, podcast episode, but excuse me. Uh, I like to talk about it with Reagan because she talked about it the other day. Um, as far as one thing she'd like to do, um, we're gonna talk a little bit about a bucket list. What what kind of stuff we'd like to do. Um, now, Reagan, you and I can talk about either, you know, as far as maybe within like our marriage or whatever in the future, or your own bucket list where it wouldn't necessarily have to include me. It could be something you could do on your own. Now, if you were to say, I'd like to go run through a field of chickens, I would be out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you, you mentioned one the other day that I would like to banter about a little bit. All right. Yeah, so I said by the time um, I'm 40, I'd like to visit 
the 48 continental United States, um, with bonus points being Alaska and Hawaii. And I consider them bonus points because you got to travel. Now, Reagan, how old are you? Unfortunately, I am 25. Well, okay. I don't know why you needed to say unfortunately there, but that gives you 15 years to visit. Let's say you have about I have 10? 12. I, have, I think I have 14. 14. So that gives you 15 years to visit 34 more states. Uh-huh. People, I don't know about this one. No, you just gotta you just gotta rent an RV and you gotta make some stops. And I think that's what my main objective would be: Ooh. take a big giant road trip, like with an RV, with our cats, and just have a great time. Okay, the, we might have to discuss bringing the cats. That sounds like a bit of a time. In an RV, they would just be in the RV. It's like a home. And who yeah. are you gonna get to watch your cats for two weeks? I don't know, but you're gonna be going in and out of the RV all the time when you stop. I go in and out of my apartment all the time. Not as much as you would an RV, I feel like. I think it wouldn't be as bad as you think. And at this time, you're imagining, say, when we're doing this, there's possibly two kids, maybe seven kids, and a dog, probably. And you gotta worry about the cats. This would most likely be in, the big road trip would most likely be in the next couple of years. Before we really, like, settled down and had some kids. Oh, so before kids. Okay. Yeah. Now, this is the other thing I want to know. I think I talked to you about this the other day. What What exactly uh, would you say means you visited the state? Like, do you need to be there for a certain amount of time? Do you need to do something in it? Like, if we just drove through one that we might not need to necessarily stay in, say, like, Iowa. No offense to Iowa, but unless I'm going to a Penn State game, Iowa, I... Congrats, you got corn. We got corn over here, too. I don't know. I feel like we'd have to do something. Like, I, I'm, there is something in every state. That's true. And I feel like we would have to do something for it to count or be there for an extended period of time. Like, for example, I went to California for a swim meet. I didn't really see much of California. I flew into Oakland, and I went back and forth from the hotel to the pool. Oh, my God. You flew into Oakland? Yeah. What, what, what airport's in Oakland? I think... I think there's an airport near there. Well, I'm sure, but... I'm also... This was also a really long time ago, so maybe I'm wrong. But, um... Hang on. um, But I was there for, like, a week. So, I kind of count that as being there, even though I really didn't see much of it. Um, But if there was extra time, I'd like to go back. (laughs) Well, yeah, we could go to... I mean, California is one where there's a bunch of shit to do. All those Midwestern states, the only redeeming thing about them is they got, like, the biggest ball of yarn... There's probably somewhere that's got, like... Well, I really want to see, like, you know, like, the the Grand Canyon and... Well, yeah, like, Arizona has the Grand Canyon. That's a pretty redeemable thing. I'm just saying... Well, obviously, I, I do want to do this. I think every state deserves to be gone to. To be gone to? Gone yeah. to where? Out of, the, out of the country? I said every state deserves to be gone to. <laughs> that was a grammar joke, everybody. Alrighty. Um... Now, are there anything else, any other things that you would like to do on your bucket list? I'll give you, I guess I'll give you my number one, and I'll let you guess this one, actually, because I think you think it's something, but it's something else. So then that makes me question. I feel like I would think it would be um, 
swimming with dolphins well shit yeah that's number one i was i thought you might think it would have been an african safari because i've talked about that a lot yeah no Af- uh, swimming with dolphins was the first thing that popped to my mind but african safari was another one but african safaris are extremely expensive yeah yeah they are um i would i this one's kind of like typical but skydiving seems pretty cool i don't know i don't know i don't know that i want to fall out of a plane but i'm i feel like i'm getting some stuff checked off my bucket list with our trip to costa rica like i am pumped to go ziplining through the rainforest that'd be cool i saw a video the other day of the ziplining that they had it was like almost a thousand feet through the rainforest i don't know where but they were like superman position like laying on their stomach that'd be pretty cool but i feel like i get uncomfortable after a while Ooh, fun story i don't i think i've told you this story actually um the superman thing reminded me of this so we went on a class trip one time to six flags great adventure it was our eighth grade trip and it was awesome six flags great adventure is great possibly a future sponsor um so the the superman ride at uh great adventure they you it turns and you lay like you're flying like mm-hmm. super, you know how you strap in and like unlike the great bear at hershey with the straps and everything well it straps your feet in too so your feet aren't just dangling and you do the roller coaster like you're flying and it's really cool now before like while we were in line i think i don't know if it's a true story if it's just a story me and my friends or one of my friends made up to freak everyone out where before they didn't used to have the leg straps and you just kind of went around and did it but there was a kid who lost his hat or something and hopped the fence to where the the fence (laughs) yeah no he didn't hump the fence he might have i don't know you never know teenagers he hopped the fence to get his hat or his flip-flops or something in there and the roller coaster happened to go by and a lady's foot kicked his head off and her leg like came off now that is probably 100 percent myth but can i tell you a story about something crazy and this it didn't happen to me but just interrupting my story that's what i live with people yeah because mine's real so mine is actually meaningful (laughs) um uh no this story was told to me by my mom so shout out mel who is not going to listen to this, but no. <laughs> um, she one time was on the Wildcat at Wild in Wildwood, New Jersey. Oh, that. Oh, wait. And what? yeah. New the, Jersey. Yeah. Wildwood. Have, wait. Oh, wait. I did know that. But they got they got one. They got one at Hershey Park, too. Well, yeah, but no, I'm talking about the wild one. It's a scary wild fucking one. ride. Yeah. Scary ride. So apparently there was somebody working on the track while my mom was on it, and they forgot about it, and they ran him over, and they had they ran over his legs, and they had to sit there and wait for, like, the EMS personnel to, like, come get the guy, because they were literally on top of his legs. I forgot you told me this story. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. I'm pretty sure we have brought it up to Mel, and she's like, yeah, I'm still traumatized from it. I would have nightmares about that to this day. Oh, yeah, day. she does not get on the ride. Well, I, it's a, it, the Wild Mouse is a pretty insane ride. Those turns are sharp as shit. My dad, he had, when we went on it, you know, he was a bigger guy. He had me on the outside of it because he was like, if I'm on the outside on these turns, I'm gone. Like, I'm, I'm falling out. And I think that might have happened, too. But that, again, might have been one of those, like, amusements park, like, uh, stories that people talk about but aren't really true. Now, uh, back to Superman. Sorry. No, that's okay. This is just my brain. 
this is normally what I do anyway. So we got all strapped in and some reason or whatever, my one leg didn't get strapped in and I lost my shit. Like my friends were laughing at me, but I was like, don't start it. Don't start it yet. My leg's going to come off. And I blew that all out. I got I to gotta get better on the volume thing here, people. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I thought I was going to lose my leg or kick someone's head off in that situation. Now, I've got another question for you, a, a hypothetical here. Now, you know people get stuck on rides and stuff like that, right? What would you think is worse? Now, do, have you ever seen videos of King Ka, or do you know what King Ka is? I've heard of it, but I've never been. So King Ka, it's, I don't think it's the tallest roller coaster in the world anymore, but it's, it's 410 feet in the air. And it's very common for, and, and you shoot off real fast, anyone who's been to uh, Hershey Park, it's like Storm Runner, where you shoot off real fast and you go up. Now, it's quite common for the roller coaster to not make it all the way over the top. And you come back down and they shoot you off again. And it's also common for the ride to break down. Now, I don't know, I don't have any horrific stories about this one. Now, would that, this isn't even a real question now that I'm thinking about it. Would you rather be stuck? Ooh, Okay. Forget about having to go back down. Would you rather be stuck on the top of King Ka or the ride breakdown and be stuck in the middle of a loop? Um, you're 400 feet up on King Ka, but a loop, you're not as high, but you are also upside down. But, like, loops don't hold you. That's all speed. Like, you're either going back the way you came or you're going forward. I think it's happened. I don't think, but I don't know. But I definitely wouldn't want to be upside down because then you pass out. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah, upside down. Yeah, that's. I realized halfway through this that this is a bad hypothetical. Upside down is definitely way worse. Now, what what rides are you have you been most afraid that you were going to fall out? Now the Falcon at Hershey, that ride scares the shit out of me because you're just in like an enclosed capsule and I'm just waiting for. Oh, ooh, you know what? We should tell the story about the ride we got stuck on. And it was so traumatizing. Now, everyone knows these rides that are just like, you go way drop high. towers. Yeah, you just drop. Now, this one, it was at Bush Gardens, right? Yeah. Bush Gardens in Florida. We were all the way at the top, and this one, they tilt you forward a little bit, and then I think they tilt you back, then drop you. Uh, on this one, they tilted us forward, and we thought the guy was fucking with us. We didn't get stuck forward, though. Everyone keeps saying no, that. No, 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 no. I think we're trying to make it more traumatizing than it was. No, but they did. I, let me finish my story. <laughs> uh, we tilted forward, and they we were waiting there for a while. And we were like, all right, what's going on? And we thought the guy was, like, fucking with us. And then they dil- they eventually did tilt us back. And they were like, they were basically like, you're stuck up there. Now, I'm up there with me, Reagan, and her two sisters, and I'm in between, I think, you and Haley, and Molly's on the other side. I don't know how much Molly was freaking out. You and Haley were crying, and I'm holding both your hands like, this is pretty freaking scary right now, but I gotta help these people out, because they're freaking out, and I'm freaking out, and I gotta just, I don't know. My mom thought she just lost all three of her children. (laughs) She yeah. literally was panicked when we came back down yeah. that she just lost all three of her children. She didn't care about me, but I'm not part of the family yet, so that's understandable. I'm sure she cared about you, but I think her life flashed before her eyes, <laughs> as so did mine. This is also the trip we're on the way back. We hit a little bit of turbulence and maybe dropped a little bit in the air. And again, okay, a lot in the air. <laughs> I can, 
<laughs> they made fun. They make fun of Reagan for crying. But meanwhile, it happened, and Haley's going, "Is this happening? Is this really happening right now?" And loud as hell, and, and everyone on the plane heard it, and it was just—I was laughing. Uh, honestly, I thought it was hilarious. Honestly, I think the funniest part is is that Molly was sitting next to a rando, oh. and that person was grabbing on to Molly. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Um, so yeah, bucket list. Got anything else? Um, not, I honestly, so, and this is something so small, but every time I've attempted to do it, um, it hasn't happened. So one time I was in Puerto Rico, um, because my stepsister lived down there and we took like a, kind of like a booze cruise, um, and we went snorkeling. So we like went on a catamaran boat kind of thing and, um, we went snorkeling at different spots and there was free alcohol. You just had to like pay to get on. And, um, let's get these white people drunk. Basically and- <laughs> our object, I, I wanted so badly to see a sea turtle in the wild. They're my favorite animal. If you don't know. Um, but I wanted so badly to, and it just didn't happen. We did see an earth shark, which was pretty cool. And some other, um, wildlife, but I really wanted to see a sea turtle and it didn't happen. And then when I went on my cruise a couple years ago, we were going to do another snorkeling trip, but it got canceled because of the wind. And I really wanted to see a sea turtle and it just never happened. So I'm hoping that when we go snorkeling in Costa Rica, that it happens because that is on my bucket list for sure to see a sea turtle in the wild. That would be pretty cool. There's a couple things I'd like. I'd like to see all the animals in the wild at some point. Now, <clears throat> this is something I wanted to talk about since we're on the topic of animals with it anyway I was going to save it towards the end but um, I, I feel like your answer might be the same as a your favorite animal but if you could be an, a- an animal live as an animal for one week you have to survive for that one week so you gotta think about you know the animals predators and stuff like that that might be coming after it you think you can last a week what would you choose I personally would pick a gibbon because if you've ever watched a gibbon swing around the trees and jump around, they are, they look like they're having so much fun. And I like to climb trees, so a gibbon would be pretty fun. Also, uh, gibbons got kind of fucked in the name, the nomenclature of animals. They're the only ape that is not classified as a greater ape. Everything else, humans, gorillas, everything are greater apes. But gibbons are not. And for those of you who don't know the difference between apes and monkeys... It's a tail. If you see a monkey-looking thing without a tail, it's an ape, people. All right? Stop pointing at the monkey, the, the, the chimpanzees and the gorillas at the zoo and saying, look at that monkey. It's, you're insulting. Mostly me. But those monkeys, is, those, oh, I just did it. See? See what I'm talking about? I end up being a hypocrite on here all the time. Uh, you're insulting those apes. But, yeah, gibbons, you know, fix it. They're cool. I'd be a gibbon and maybe something else. Maybe a dolphin. Go ahead. Honestly, it's probably going to sound like a lame answer, but I would be a dog. Well, yeah, dogs 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 got no predators. They have, and how much people just love them unconditionally and do things for them. Like, I think about my cat and I love him so much and I would love to be a cat too because then I could know what my cat is saying, but a dog, genuinely a dog because I wouldn't have to really do much and I would just be unconditionally loved for doing the bare minimum. Could you imagine the best day of your, the best part of your day every day is someone throws a ball 
and you go run after it, that'd be amazing. I just want the belly rubs. Oh. So you'd be a lazy dog? Oh, absolutely. I'm already a lazy human, so... Oh, I'd be, I'd be like a... Well, I guess people already call me like a golden retriever as a person. I'd be, I'd be the, I'd be a golden retriever or something that's just gonna run, like my old dog Hugo. He would run and he would not stop. He'd be like coming back with one paw up and limping, and he'd be like, "All right, let's go again." We had one of those chuckets. Ooh, if any of you got a dog that likes to run, get a chucket. Those things are great. Also, a potential future sponsor, chuckets. It's like this thing. So you, balls. It, I almost said balls get wet. That's not great uh tennis balls and stuff for the balls that you throw to your dog the dog starts to drool you gotta pick it up it's kind of gross you know the chuck it you just put it in this thing and you can throw it like 300 yards it makes you feel like an absolute athlete and it's awesome um so this is something you and i have talked about on here uh, not, not on here not on because here. I've never been nope. on here. So yep, not on here. Uh, in life before. Now, this is this was part of a segment or a, a whole podcast I was gonna do that just revolved around like food and local food and stuff like that. As far as growing up. Now, Reagan, if I were to give you a uh, a cup full of a fruity flavored um, chipped ice type thing what would you refer to it as italian ice and honestly it depends because you're not really referring they're they're separate things rita's rita's would you consider water ice is rita's italian ice read the sign water polish water ice which is on the boardwalk they are very similar consistencies but they are different names and they are titled different things so rita's would you consider water ice it's rita's water ice it is Italian ice. Google it. And we've well, already done listen. this, had this discussion. Okay, so maybe I should have saved this segment for when she wasn't here so I could have gone on my rant, and she just kind of shut my rant down there. But, yeah, it's uh, it's just the Philly area thing, I guess. It's water ice. All of it's water ice. Italian ice. It's uh, When I think of Italian ice, I think of Luigi's. You know what that is? Like the, yes, the, the yeah. frozen section, you and get Luigi's Italian spoon? ice? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's not what Rita's is. Italian ice is hard as fuck. Then tell Rita's. Well, I thought it was water ice the whole time, and clearly it's not, which is a sin. And you know what? Rita's has... I like Rita's custard, too. Anyone like custard? Custard's uh, good. I don't like their... I don't like... It's weird. I don't, like, like I don't know. Like I, I like how thick it is. It's weird. But I, I like it better than I like just, like, regular ice cream. And, like, it's like, a, it's like an in-between of, like, regular, like, hard ice cream... And like soft serve, and all of that. Um, okay, so we'll we'll revisit that rant when she's not around, so she can't shut it down. <sighs> I lost that fight. <sighs> That's how it normally goes. I don't win many around here, people, but it's mostly because Reagan's always right. If you were to know her, it's world, maybe two. Reagan, three million and five. Correct. Next topic. won't even acknowledge how right it is she's like i don't need to i don't need to acknowledge it i know it's right i mean it only took you three years i knew it before we were even started dating i said it to you all the time arguing with me 
about things. Because sometimes you are wrong. This is the person who said that eggs were dairy, by the way. (laughs) 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 This person thinks they're always right. Eggs are dairy? Jesus. Dairy strictly comes from... Next (laughs) topic. Now, I wanted... I didn't give you much time to... Oh, that was Storm. You might have heard him. Uh, I didn't give you much time to think about this, but... Because... Well, my day didn't go the way I thought, and I thought I was going to record while you were still at work. Uh, Not that this is bad. This is very good. I'm very happy that you're on here. Um, But, like, weird or obscure movies that, like, you watch and vividly remember watching that some people... Like, not that no one else has ever seen them, but, like, some people wouldn't recognize them. Like, um... Like, childhood memory unlocked, almost. Yeah, kind of. Like, so, for mine, mine is the Werbacks. Or, not the Werbacks. God, it's Werback. Now, I tried to explain this to Corey one time. It's ba- it's basically the, the dinosaurs. Uh, I don't even know how to explain it. It's, like, this time-traveling thing, he picks up these uh, dinosaurs he takes them to his ship and he basically gives them like intelligence and stuff and these dinosaurs come to like the future and just watch it it's like the weirdest movie I've ever seen and I thought it was a normal movie but it just seems like something only me and like my best friends growing up knew about or watched it's crazy maybe we should watch the Warbacks tonight or Warback no, but, it's crazy. And you didn't tell me weird or obscure, but I guess this one still kind of goes with it. Well, I don't know if weird or obscure is necessarily the right term, but like just odd movies that if you were to talk to majority of people about, they probably wouldn't know it. Like Brave Little Toaster is on there for me, but I feel like Brave Little Toaster a lot of people know. Yeah, definitely. Um, the first one that popped into my mind when you mentioned this was The Never Ending Story. Yeah, I've never seen that. Oh, my God. I can't tell you. Watching it as a kid, it literally felt like a never-ending story. Um, Like, it just felt so long. But really, it's probably only, like, an hour and 20 minutes, to be honest with you. And it's honestly such a weird movie. I don't even actually know if I know what the premise of it is. Um, But that's definitely something I've seen several times. Um. But it, it's a good movie. I just really don't honestly know what the plot is. <laughs> Most of them are like... See, I people know the story of like the Sword and the Stone, just like King Arthur. But the Sword and the Stone, like Disney movie, that's kind of a weird, obscure movie, I feel like. The, it's kind of freaky. I think there's another one similar called The Black Cauldron. I'm looking at a bit of a list here. It's not giving me great ones. Like, I looked up weird childhood movies and the Iron Giant's on there. I feel like everyone's seen the Iron Giant. Oh, the never-ending story's on there. Yeah, yeah. I feel like not... Have you ever... Did you ever watch The Secret of Nim? No. That's... That's a... I'm pretty sure that's Disney. It's kind of dark. Like, I guess I, I should say... Childhood movies or movies made for children that are a little dark. Yeah, never-ending story is definitely Like, all... Good. Like... Warbacks are dark. That the main villain gets eaten by a bunch of crows, and all that's left is his screw that was an eye. His eye—he used a hair like a screw that was his eye, and it's just a bunch of crows that ate him. Yeah. You know what is? It, this is—it's a mainstream Disney movie, but it, you go back and watch; it's pretty freaky, and I think a little racist at sometimes. Dumbo. 
Oh my gosh, I'm pretty sure it's come out that Dumbo is a very racist movie. Well, yeah, the crows are completely racist in uh, in general, but the the movie is so dark. Like the the mother gets her child taken away from her like immediately, and the the Dumbo gets painted. Uh, the clowns are freaky. I mean, Disney is like kind of like if you think back to like Disney movies, like the original sh- stuff that we grew up with, like, and I'm talking even like the jungle book like disney has had to change a lot of things with their making well, yeah i heard is it the they said something about the vultures in the jungle book was it that storm agrees i don't remember but i don't remember I just, what it was I, disney has had a lot of dark movies that we grew up watching that dark. just wouldn't be acceptable for today's youth no they yeah we got we got introduced to some weird shit as a kid i'll say that uh, I'm looking at another list here. Uh, I feel like a lot of people watch Balto. Balto was a good one. I feel like I know what you're talking about, but I don't know if I could tell you what it's Do about. you know An American Tale? I don't know. With the mouse? Probably. Oh, that was a good one. That was kind of dark. Like, I could see some of those scenes in that just traumatizing uh, people because it's so like dark. Oh, talk about being traumatized as a kid. Pokemon, the first movie, Ash gets turned to stone. Ash was a childhood hero of many people my age, and you turn him to stone, and then all the Pokemon are crying. Pikachu's crying, and Pikachu is the cutest little thing, and you're just like, it's torture. I honestly, I think I cry more watching it now than I ever did as a kid. I probably didn't even cry as a kid because I was a soulless heartless kid like all kids are kids are great i love kids but they are kids are brutal kids are brutally honest like kids will go up to you and be like you're fat and they will mean it because they don't know sarcasm or they'll say you're ugly and it it hurts more a kid telling you that you're ugly than someone your own age because i don't know kids are just brutally honest yeah i mean the kids i work with are great so (laughs) <laughs> well, yes, kids are great, but sometimes like they don't mean it in like a bad way. They just are brutally honest, and you're like, what yeah. But the if hell? you just accept that they're brutally, brutally honest, and then you're also like, wow, maybe I should get my life together. <laughs> Kid, these kids are able to point out my flaws better than anyone else I know. Um, so it's kind of stiff. Well, it doesn't necessarily be. Now, when I'm saying childhood here for this next one, I put down childhood books you wish were a movie. And I don't necessarily mean, like, you know, Dr. Seuss or, like, these, like, you know, picture books, Winnie the Pooh. Like, childhood, I'm thinking even back to, like, you know, young adult books. Like, um, mine, I don't know if you ever... You know what? I lost I lost the name of them, so I'm going to let you go and, let, and tell yours because i got to look it up. Go what? ahead. What did you say? Oh, um... This is, yep, she just doesn't pay attention, people. Oh, sorry, I got a text message. Um, so, mine was, and I was talking to you about this, it was a... The first books that really got me into reading um, were about Greek mythology, and oh. I loved the Percy Jackson series, and the first movie was good. Um, they kind of destroyed the series with that second movie, which was really disappointing, um, but I know this is kind of like not exactly what you were asking, but nope, it's not definitely all. one of those m- books that should be <laughs> a series of and a show. 
which I think Disney Plus is doing. But I think they should have just done that from the get-go. And, like, I feel like so many companies try and turn movies into books that necessarily shouldn't be. Like, sometimes you... I mean, books into movies, I'm sorry. But they need to be... Some need to be shows. <laughs> you know what was a disaster? The Chronicles of Narnia. But the first one was good, but then yeah. they ruined number three. Like, even number two was good. Number three sucked because they got rid of half the characters, I feel like. Yeah, those were... Those ended up being really bad. Uh, now... The, um, I have another one. Okay, you go. So this one um, was also turned into a movie, but really bad. Honestly, really bad. Needs so to you're just done. you're just taking my premise and saying, no, I'm going to go and talk about my own thing. But, like, they they didn't do it justice enough. Okay, so for Reagan's segment, we're going to talk about movie or books that got turned into movies that they didn't do it right. And Reagan would like to forget that those movies exist and make new ones or shows. Pretty much. But Vampire Academy. Because I've read every single book in Vampire Academy. And not Vampire Diaries. The one, the ones we were reading? No, not that one. Oh. Because that should be, um, no. That's House of Night, and that should also be... That should be a series, though. I feel like that should be a series, not movies. You could do it like a Vampire Diaries almost with that. Yeah. But anyway, no. Vampire Academy. They made one, and it was it had to have been low budget, and they were, like, British. Nothing against the British. But, like, it just was not a good movie, and it was an amazing se- book series of, like, six books. It could have been done so much better, and I'm a big book fanatic, so I love seeing my books, like, come to life in movies. So when people don't do them justice, I just get a little pissed off. Well, almost none of them, like, do complete justice, because, like... But that's not true! Well, like, I mean, Harry... Well, a true, like, Harry Potter fans will say that they messed up the Harry Potter books because there was a lot left out from the you books. Mean or yeah, they me- they messed up the movies because there's a lot of left out from the books. But I mean, they were box office successes and very good. I think the worst one I'd score as like a seven, and that's probably the f- Goblet of Fire because I hate Goblet of Fire. Ooh, Goblet of Fire is renowned as many people's favorites. Well, it's not mine. I don't like. Um, I think it's. I think it's just because it seems so old. Like, it holds up, but not so much. I don't like the first and second one as much. Well, no, I like the second one. I don't like the first one as much. And my, my yeah, I'd say the first one's probably my least favorite. I'd score at the lowest. Maybe, if not that. I feel like Prisoner of Azkaban is everyone's favorite. Like, everybody I talk to, that is their favorite. Not stupid gobbled of fire. You're just mad that they killed, what's his name, Cedric? No. He was a boring character. And there I said it. Hot take. Bam. Yeah, I could have. I didn't even. I could have paid him no mind. I thought Goblet of Fire was good. I just. Prisoner of Azkaban is probably my favorite, which is weird because Prisoner of Azkaban gave me childhood trauma. That werewolf in Prisoner of Azkaban is freaky. See, I got scared after number two and stopped watching for a long time because of the the giant um, the basilisk. Yeah, I, it honestly terrified me, and I had there's to stop also, watching for a while. There's also the spider in the second one too, I believe, the big spider, right? Um, yeah, maybe because that's when they lose the car too. So, right, Harry Potter. Okay, we we might have to 
we'll we'll table the Harry Potter talk because that's another thing you and I can do another podcast. We can go all day about Harry Potter stuff. Yeah, and we should talk about series. Yeah, we can we could do that. How about maybe that's what maybe that's what Reagan will come on for from now on. We'll do serious discussions of different uh, things, whether it's Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Marvel. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Well, and and I'd like to come back on and talk about reality TV, but a lot of my shows aren't on right now, so. Yeah, well, once, once Bachelor, I kind of fell off of Bachelor and Bachelorette and all that. Bachelor in Paradise is always worth a watch, but all the other stuff has fallen off for me. But we can talk about that on another day. Um, I would like to go back to my original topic that Reagan ignored. Uh, my move, my books that I read that I wish would have been made into a movie are the Maximum Ride series. Have you ever heard of them? Um, I feel like I might have tried to read those in like middle school. They're so good. It's by James Patterson, yeah. a very, very well-known uh, author, I believe. I almost said artist. I guess it's kind of an artist, but um, it's about a bunch of these kids that were... Um, mixed with like bird dna and they're just kids that have wings and their adventures and stuff like that they seem so cool and i wish they could have now when they came out it would have been bad they would have been awful movies they would have been like like the cgi stuff would have been like um twilight bad um but i think now they have the ability to strap some wings on kids and make it look like make, make it look real and it's just a crazy thing. There's also werewolves in it, too, I believe. And it was just really awesome. And now the other one I wanted to talk about is the Magic Treehouse. I'm surprised they haven't done that because they were so big Oh, I had growing one. up. I had all of them. Just imagine, like, even, like, you could have made that into, like, a stupid, like, Disney Channel series easily. That would have been... It could have been, like, a little bit corny, which... The, the books are a little bit corny. Um, but, I mean, there's, like, 40 of them? You could have done... And the books are small enough where you could do, like, episodic. Just have maybe somewhere between 30 and 40-minute episode TV episodes. Not, not Disney Plus, you're not listening to this, but you need to get the rights to... The Magic Treehouse and make that a Disney Plus series because you'll get all of us watching it and the kids would love it too. Hell, it doesn't even need to be like real. It could be animated. Animated might even be better. So there you go. I've come up with so many good ideas on this podcast. Uh, well, I I was thinking of Boxcar Children, but I feel like that might have been turned. Oh well, that I mean it's like an animated movie that doesn't look good at all like i'm talking like a real you don't know what the boxcar children are nope it's about it's like this family who they like i can't remember exactly the first book but they lose like their parents or like something like that and they are living in literally like a boxcar like a old broken down boxcar from a train and they like live in it and i mean it's like a really good it's like the adventures of the boxcar children it's like a really it's a good it was a good series um, the other one I'm thinking of is The Last Dragon Chronicles. Um, it's It was about different types of dragons that this guy had in his house. Do you remember these? I remember I seeing them, but I never read it. I always thought those were Aragon books. No, they're not. And that's, that's like, well, that's another movie that yeah, that's was not done justice. Probably, they up. <laughs> um, but no, the, the Last Dragon Chronicles. There was like a bunch of them, and there were different types of dragons and... 
stuff like that. Um, I read that probably in like fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. Hmm. But yes, interesting. See, there we go. We got we got back on topic there with and her. among the hidden, the um, it's a, the Shadow Children series. Did you ever read that? <laughs> no. Right around the same time, and I can't. I just I didn't read many books. There was a couple that I really got onto. Oh, Warrior Cats. That would be great. I think that'd be. They, but I don't know how many people know about that. There's a pretty. I'm not part of it. There's a pretty tight knit knit community that still talks about Warrior Cat stuff, and I've been on that Reddit page, and there. You literally just weird. bought all the books like two years ago. I know. I know. I read. I didn't. I should have brought all of them for the summer. I didn't finish all of them, but there's a lot more than I thought. But they're really good. I liked those a lot. The way that they like. Like they talk as like cats too, where they talk. They they're not like oh, it's the highway. They talk. They call it the thunder path because it probably makes such a loud noise when cars go by it and stuff. And they talk about how it smells so gross to them because of probably the gas and oil that comes off cars and stuff. And it's really kind of descriptive. You kind of can get. And they have like a little map at the beginning that shows you what it is. But even without that, like the little mini map that they make, you could get a real sense of like that whole. Uh, series and where everything could be just in your mind which is a cool thing about books we're getting a little nerdy here Reagan likes that part though yeah I love books um let's see that's all I really got we might have to we might have to start a separate thing here or I might have to do my two episodes a weekly slice of ham but we might have to have a third somewhere in there where you and I just do a series review. Maybe not even a review, but just like off the top of the head, what we liked, what we didn't like. Maybe we'll start with Harry Potter next week. Well, and okay, back to the Harry Potter thing. I haven't read the books, so call me a fake fan. It's oh, fine. I haven't read half these books but, that have movies Well, either. I'm just saying that my, my take on Cedric Diggory is because... The book, like you said, the movies just didn't do a good do- job of developing that story, that character story, and I think people really like that character in the that when they read the books, um, but in the movies, like you just have no hold or like tie to that character. I feel like. Yeah, did you? Did you, I didn't even realize this until recently. Did you? Did you know that the Dumbledore in the first two movies is different than the last, like the rest of them? Uh, yeah. You can yeah. you can tell. Oh, we're already just doing this second this other podcast that I'm talking about already. But you can tell, like the the best way I can describe is telling the difference is the Dumbledore and three on, he just moves quicker. He's a little bit more swift and nimble. Well, I'm pretty sure the first one died. Well yes, he did. So that makes sense. I didn't realize it until like probably the past six months. What? No, we've definitely had this conversation. No, I maybe I don't know. But I didn't realize it until probably within the past year, for sure. Because that's pretty wild. Um, you got anything else? I'm kind of ready for bed. Now, just so everyone understands. <laughs> it is 7.16 at, at night. Uh, I will say it's at night. Um... For some of you who are constant listeners know it's usually like 12, 12, maybe 1 o'clock when I'm recording this. I don't know if I ever say the time, but I usually just wait till late at night because of studying and stuff. But I don't have – school's done. But, yeah, 
she's tired, so we will be ending this episode of the Weekly Slice of Ham. So, Reagan, thank you for coming on. I'm excited for our next project that I'll be starting. That'll be almost like a third podcast for me. Are you excited? Sure. She's not excited. Um, did you enjoy your time on the Weekly Slice of Ham this episode? I did, yeah. Okay, good. Um, I think you need better intro music. Listen. Nope. People Who's always right. Reagan. People love my Good night, int- everyone. People okay, way to go. You blew out the speaker again. Uh people love the intro music. People love the ad reads. I hope you're ready for the outro song. But thank you again, everyone, for listening to another episode of Weekly Size of Ham. Two long episodes in a row, not nearly as long as the one with Nate, but uh I enjoyed this. We're going on to a new venture with this, that seems like. And yeah, I hope you all enjoyed. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Share the episodes. Love you guys. Peace out. This is the outro song just to spite Reagan. She hates my music for the podcast. She's not the only one, but I don't care. I like to have fun with my little podcast songs. Storm, finish the song. Meow. Goodbye.